listener production. Stand by for 20 minutes free from news, weather, work and anything related to responsible adulting. Just enough. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Bro, I saw a fact and I was thinking about using it for Mind Blown this week, but I figured I'd just chuck it out here to All begin right. with. So we've got a Mind Blown coming up later, but here's yeah. a little little taste tester. Well, I mean, this is regards to... Because you know how there's been some uh, pokies reforms in Victoria, etc. Right, yeah, everyone trying to get a little bit better on that. Gamblers restricted to $100 limits on poker machines. Um, how is this for a fact? I saw this. If you calculate all of the losses into the people have lost in pokies this year in New South Wales, it equates to $1,000 per person. What? Yeah. Like, imagine oh. if every single person in New South Wales played the pokies... <laughs> Everyone, every single person you said the Wales would have lost a thousand dollars. So for every person year. losing one dollar, there's someone you're losing two thousand dollars. Exactly, and more and more and more. Exactly. God. That's I, that blew my mind. Well, I'm glad that limits are starting to come in because, damn, that's an expensive hobby. I know, but look, anyway, hopefully we can uh, do some. I mean, I'm I'm in favour of uh, I'm in favour of live live stuff, you know. Gigs, shows happening, yeah, experiences, at pubs and uh, and venues again. And I'm not, I'm not against mm. all forms of gambling. I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, bring back the bloody live band, mate. Yeah, exactly right. You know, throw a thousand. If each of us threw a thousand bucks at gig tickets, oh damn, we'd have a thriving <laughs> scene there, wouldn't we? It'd <laughs> be red hot. That would be big. All right. Well, uh, but anyways, well, at the Logies on on Sunday, Bron lost uh, both her footage and her footing um, falling over and not recording stuff. But I wanted to make you feel better today, Bron. So we're going to be chatting about the times that we have actually done that ourselves. We've got a few anecdotes, you know, owning up to it because it, it happens to all of us. Yeah, it does. Look, we'll make everyone feel better on today's show. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's dive right in, hey? Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, we've all heard of the saying... Look, but don't touch. And it's probably a good way to live your life, really. Well, it depends on what you're looking at. You know what I mean? Um, I guess with the sun, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> don't look to or t- touch. You know, having a four-year-old, sometimes there's lessons that you just forget. You take for granted. Yeah. You realise, oh, well, the other day, you don't I was know like, that. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, you, you can't stare at that. Sorry. <laughs> What, I feel sun? like I should have, <laughs> I should have said something earlier, but she doesn't know that, so she's just looking well, at it, and I'm like, "Wait, what are you looking at? That thing? No, that's a no." It's like she could run for president. Uh, the, <laughs> Donald Trump was staring at the sun, having an eclipse. But anyway, there's there's many um, many places you should do it, and one thing that I would also think it's it's probably general knowledge. It's when you're at a um, an open for inspection. Ah, uh, yes, walking through a house, but thinking of buying it. You can look around, but don't touch things. Well, I mean, that's tough sometimes because sometimes you do accidentally, you know, you're looking through a house and you're like, oh, I wonder how much cupboard space it's got. And then you yeah. open the cupboards and someone's like, life is in there, you know? You've their <laughs> yeah. frocks and everything. You, you know, the family photos and you're yeah. like, oh, I feel, but I just wanted to see. Yeah, I, I think there's within common sense, you know, you can open cupboards and vanities and medicine cabinets. I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't close the toilet door. You don't go in there. You ever, you ever done a one or two in the toilets? My sister your... did one time. <laughs> looking through a house. 
you hear the flush. You're like, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's an I that's a big no. But I guess if you're desperate, if you have to, if there's a medical emergency, then you got to do what you got to do. Exactly right. But um, one person who didn't, as found recently, some court documents were released uh, after a someone got a twenty thousand dollar fine. A real estate agent who was the one showing the house has got fined twenty grand Ooh. for drinking milk straight from the carton. What? In, in an open home. So sorry, just doing the whole. Hey, just come this way. You can see yeah. nice open plan kitchen. Yeah. And oh, I'm a bit thirsty. Glug glug glug. I don't know if it was one of those inbuilt fridges where I mean it's a bit of a technicality. You can see how the fridge opens when you do that or something. But once yeah, it was open, it's like oh, it's quite a roomy two liter jug in here. Let's <laughs> see how this goes. Anyway. Um, did this happen in Australia? No, British Columbia. So we're in Canada at the moment. Um, uh, an, an agent named by the name of Mike Rose arrived at the house to show potential buyers. He eventually became thirsty, searched for something to drink in the fridge. He couldn't find water, but settled on drinking milk straight from the container. <laughs> the sellers, people selling the house, found out about it because they looked at this. They had security footage of their house. You know, one of those cameras set up in the kitchen. They're like, "Hey, God." Is that the real estate agent drinking milk <laughs> from the carton? At least it wasn't. At least they didn't go like, <laughs> you know, after the after the showing. Oh, how'd it go? He's like, yeah, good. Has the milk moustache just yeah. on, on the top lip. <laughs> uh, um. Well, apparently on the final day of the house's showings, the sellers had seen the footage and so they said to him, so is there anything you want to share with us? <laughs> And he allegedly replied, the milk? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the milk? So he knew what was happening. Uh, that came out, other people who were using him to sell the houses dropped him. Like, we don't want a, we don't want a milk smuggler Someone selling our home. What a weird, like, how could you not find water, though? There's a tap, surely. I know. Put your head under the tap. Who's that? Like, I've never... <laughs> Just you're a bit thirsty, so you just go for the milk. Yeah, certainly got to be better options. Rose claimed the behaviour was out of the ordinary and was due to him taking new medication that made him thirsty. He uh. also claimed to have been under stress. Right. Well, that's a good way to lower stress, get fired for drinking milk <laughs> without asking. Well, you would drink a milk from the... Con are you drinking milk from the container in a house? Would you ever do that? Like if it was just, if it was actually my house. Yeah. Oh, look, I mean, sometimes when I'm pouring Sophia some cereal, I'll do a, uh, you know, one for you, one for me kind of thing. But I don't... Straight from the bottle? The lips never touch. So you're like, wait, wait, wait. Is that because you get a glass or is that because you No, it's straight it from the bottle. I just hover it. <laughs> you know, do a little kangaroo squat from the milk over my, <laughs> over my head. So it never actually touches the rim of my mouth. But, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Bron, Bron just gave me the most quizzical look there. <laughs> Bron, you don't like a, a milkshake from the container? No, it makes me feel funny because I notice sometimes when I'm at people's houses, I just think, God, I know you're touching that, like the, the jug that they're sharing the to, to give everyone water, that they're touching it with their lips. So much so we went to trivia one time and my friend... Like, instead of pouring himself a cup of water, he had a sip straight from the <laughs> jug in front of everyone. Jug? What, at the table? And no one said anything to him. And we, we've still...
Neil never said anything to him. But we've all mentioned it. Did no one, did anyone else pour their own waters from it at the time? And then from there, no one touched it. <laughs> Someone just, just quietly talk. quietly reached over and popped a straw in. So it just there make, you go, mate. <laughs> it just makes me feel like, of course, if you're so used to doing that, you didn't even realize yeah. we're in a public place. You must be doing that at home, and I don't trust their water jug. How's this? Imagine going to the open home and the real estate agent reaches into his pockets to get you like a brochure of um, uh, like about the house, but accidentally pulls out like a pouch of Milo, you'd know he'd be onto something. <laughs> Little Milo baggie. <laughs> yeah. You'd know what he's doing with that. Yeah, That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Anyway. Mm-mm. Keep um, your lips off jugs that are not yours. That's all I'll say. Well, as you've heard this week, producer Bron having a... A broadcaster's nightmare where uh, the audio that you thought you recorded had not and you were left with nothing. A whole lot of, a whole box of 12 Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> Get them off the back of a... And it's all, like like Alex said yesterday, it's happened to the best of us. Well, all right? it's happened to the best of us and the worst of us. It's happened to everyone. So I thought that is an opportunity that you and I could um, have a chat about our audio mishaps to make sure, Bron, you're not feeling too bad. How are you feeling post-wrap-up? Post I'm still having nightmares about it. <laughs> oh, and, no. And everyone that I've spoken to at work is like, oh, how was it? And I have to lead with like, oh, yeah, it was good. Fell down, though. And then I lost all the audio <laughs> I went to get. I was you just, literally... Uh, someone came in and, and said, said that to you. I overheard you say that. They're like, oh, man, how do you lose all of it? <laughs> Literally, I've had the same How, conversation. So wait, I just need to know: Did you just press record and accidentally like press stop? I and then and then you just didn't you didn't check it for the whole time. I did check it, Matt. I checked it like four or five times. But what I was looking at was the levels. I was like, okay, the levels are good. It's all going through. But the records button was on. The little red button wasn't levels, there. Was the red, that's the up. most important button. Yeah. but I, It was on at the start and then it flicked off and I was like, okay, now that that's on, all I need to worry about is... Is the talking. Is the levels and the it talking. It wasn't the let's turn it on, interview Shana Blaze, turn it off, turn it on, interview Tony Armstrong, turn it off sort of thing. It was the let's get the whole thing, warts and all. Exactly. Because I, I was speaking to our audio guru, Marshy, and he was like, no, just leave it on the whole time. It's probably better just so no, it's not stopping starting. Safer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does happen. Um, and I would definitely not consider myself in the best of us, but it has happened to me. I remember doing a pre-recorded interview uh, with uh, Alan Davies. You may know from uh, various acting work, but also QI. He's like the one that's on every episode of QI. Mm. And he was coming for a tour of Australia. And I think, was it you and I interviewing him, Matt? No, I wasn't there. At the very end of we talked. He, he'd stayed up because we... <laughs> It was after our breakfast radio show. He'd stayed up in the UK to chat to us at about, yeah, 9.30 Australian time. He was, it was about 10.30. He'd stayed up especially. He talked to us. And then at the end, I looked down and I had not hit record. <laughs> and yeah, that, that hot flush goes through. <laughs> and then the producer has to email them and just go, hey, we lost the audio. Can we do it again? That's and the we, worst. And we did. He was a lot colder uh, the second time around. <laughs> Quite a warm interview the first time around. A little bit curt in his responses <laughs> on uh, pass number two of the of the interview there, which was really rough. I remember interviewing um, 
Brian, the lead singer of Placebo, was one of the first ones, like Big Day Out 2010 or something. And we were in this um, hotel room and he was waiting to interview and the thing wasn't working. I was on my hands and knees taking the batteries out of this recorder and putting them in and putting it out. It's just the lead singer of Placebo just patiently waiting for this 21-year-old to figure his life out. It was, yeah, they, these these things happen, Bron. Yep. Um, Amy Shark recently uh, told me about a interview that she did where um, it, the, it was a 30-minute interview, same thing. They'd only been recording their voice, not mm. Amy's. That's right. right. So there was there the two sides. you got to kind of record both microphones <laughs> and people tend to not care about the interviewer's Mike, as much as they care about the star. Interviewee. Um, but I remember working on um, our late video producer, Dave Zelensky's um, first pilot, where I played a young Jesus. And uh, we, we filmed all morning. Wasn't every Jesus a young Jesus? He was only in his 30s or something when... Yeah, but I mean, 33 back... But 33 back then was like... Oh, that's middle age, yeah, man. That's midlife crisis vibes. I guess so. I'm surprised you didn't buy a sports car, to be honest. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I, I tell you what. I mean, I don't want to get into blasphemous territory. Actually, no. It's, this is whoops. Definitely. Oh, sorry. We just lost that recording there. Um, whoops. I don't know what happens. I'm a bloody Alex. All Stop I'm thinking. Say- I've hit the mute button. Whoops. All I'm saying is it's tragic what happened to Jesus when it did, Right. But also, could you imagine, like, old Jesus with a comb-over, <laughs> sports car, so you you're, know, you're like, saying, super young partner. It just, youth like, group forever young playing. <laughs> it's the perfect soundtrack. Um, um, now, you know, so, so it's happened to the, the middle. No, so of- anyway, the point is, on that, on that show, someone, some, one of the DOPs was changing a um, memory card and then just said, uh-oh, I just hit format. And formatted the entire morning's footage. Yeah. So we've all been there. Maybe, maybe that was the real Jesus. The miracle. Deciding, <laughs> not sure about this matter kind playing me. I'm going to, whoops. <laughs> I think that was a sign. I think that, that was a sign. I am now a believer. You've saved me <laughs> and my career. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now, Matt. It has happened to the medium of us, including ourselves, but it has happened to the best of us as well. And the best I consider broadcaster, Ash London. Hello, Ash. Hello, my darling. How kind of you. Um, you're here with Matt, myself, and producer Bron, who did have a bit of darling. a, a Logie's mishap. Darling. Hi, Ash. <laughs> Babes, I'm not joking when I say, if this hasn't happened to you, then you're not legit. Yeah, it's true. Right? It's true. Until it happens, you are... Just like a rookie, this is like a true mark of someone who is in the biz doing their thing. It's happened to all of us. Mm-hmm. Can I, before I share my story, can I hear the worst that I've ever heard through the media grapevine? Oh, yes, please, Ash. Please. This is someone that worked for, I think it was X Factor in the UK. And this is back in the time when nothing was digitized, everything was on tapes. Oh, and yep. they flew from London to New York and it was with one of the guest judges because the guest judge couldn't get to the UK, so they had to go to them in New York. So they fly over with the contestant, with the producers to the guest, to the judge's house. They record because they couldn't get it done in London. And then um, the producer actually lost the tapes. So, like, imagine how many tens of thousands of dollars had been spent 
getting a whole crew over to New York in the 20-minute window that this famous person had, and they lost the tapes, never getting it back, lost their job. That's oh. the worst that I've ever heard. Well, yeah, that would have been a lot of money to fly all those people. We just, Matt yeah. O'Kine just lost a few um, freaking flyer points. Virgin points. As a, yeah. Yeah. A couple as a of virgin points. <laughs> easy to easy. That's Credit easily. card spend will get those back in one month. Easily right made up, exactly, with Matt's budget. But what about yourself personally, Ash? Yeah. When was your uh, rite of passage? So this was about um, five or six years ago and I had flown to Los Angeles. I don't know why I just said Los Angeles, LA. <laughs> um, <laughs> to do some interviews. I think there was three interviews and the first one was with Fifth Harmony and I was on my own. I was like, yeah, I don't need a producer. I'm fine. I know how to record. <laughs> and um, I sat down, like waited hours and hours for them to arrive. We sit down, do the chat and I had only turned my microphone on. Oh, there it is. It's literally so, what yeah, I just I had said my... happened to a friend oh, of ours. And so and who, who was the star? Well, I was the star because I was the only one whose audio came through. <laughs> but that was like Camila Cabello was in there. You know, it was like just harmony. Mm. So I, um, like you could hear them like really, really softly. And then I was so loud. And I was like, the audio producer will be able to fix it. Oh. It'll be fine. They so were like, and you go no, walk into their office. It's like you just got to bump their levels like yeah. really high. <laughs> just fix it in post, bro. That's what you do. And it was unsalvageable and all I had in there was like a photo of me in Fifth Harmony for all of my travels. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Well, look, thank you, Ash, for proving that, yeah, it does happen to the best. It does. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be another Logie. So, mm. Bron, we're all going to do better next time. I'm, I'm going yes. to work better to get you in the after party next time. Mm. I'm gonna, yes. I mean, we're going to work hard to do it mm -hmm. all better next time. This was just a, this was just a practice run. Yeah, go girl. <laughs> Thanks Thank so much, Ash. So Thanks, Ash. Guys. You're Bye. the best, Ash. Bye. We'll catch you later. Bye. All day breakfast. And now it's time for... My That's right, this is... Uh, a segment called Mind Blown, where I attempt to blow your mind using a fact that I have gained from across the week in my travels and experiences. And this week, I gained a fact directly from our producer, Bron, who no doubt uh, was desperately trying to make it up to us <laughs> and after the Logies debacle. So just grovelingly sent me a TikTok into the uh, DMs. Um, and it is from a TikTok by one at Jason K. Pargin, um, P-A-R-G-I-N. And it launches off regarding a song. I'm going to sing it because um, I, don't, we, I don't know if we've got the rights to it. Uh, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Uh, you know that hello, one? my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my yes. ragtime gal. Yes, as Jason K. Pargan um, says that apparently that song was actually making fun of the word hello. Because hello is a new term. Now, I did a little bit of uh, researching so on hello, this. hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello. They're just putting hello in a song because it wasn't a word. It was a new word, a newish word, okay? So here's the thing. Up until about the 1830s, people, according to the uh, NPR.org, people used hello in, like, surprise to attract attention. So to be like, oh, hello, what have we have here? Or, 
hello, what do you think you're doing? All right? Right, if they were surprised by someone getting walking into a room, oh, hello. Yeah, hello. What are you doing? As in like, oh, what's going on, right? That's, that's how hello was originally used. It didn't even enter the dictionary until 1827, right? So in, in the wow. 30s, that's when it was used. That's how it was used. Then the telephone got invented, all right? Wow. Now, there were guides on how to use the telephone because people didn't know how to use it. And so this, there was suggestions put forward by both Thomas Edison and his rival, Alexander Graham Bell, as to what the best word should be when you answer the phone because no one had ever answered phones before. Yeah, if it's, you're ringing and you pick it up, you just listen. You wouldn't know it. your responsibility is to yeah, say something. <laughs> exactly. So you don't, know what to, you don't know how to let them know that it's here or whatever. Mm. So Thomas Edison said, he, he said... He would always say you should put hello. He wanted to get that one happening. Hello. Alexander Graham Bell wanted to have the word ahoy. Right? <laughs> that would be so good. We'd be like <laughs> be a world of pirates. How good would that have been? <laughs> ahoy! Oh, why did we listen to Graham Bell? <laughs> right. Needed Edison. So, hello ahoy. was like <laughs> And then also hi as well. Hi is another what one about, that didn't whatever. It really change Adele's. Ahoy. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? That would be, that would be completely different. That would be so good. What a missed opportunity. Damn it. Um, and so Alexander Graham Bell apparently used ahoy until the day he died. Wow. Right? That's, ahoy. How, that's how strong he felt about it. And but, I've because so many songs. I just came to say ahoy. Ding, 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 ding. Damn it. Oh, I want to live in that world. Um, is that wait, was that Adele or was it um who was that it? Lionel Richie. Solving. Oh yeah. Is it me you're looking <laughs> yeah, for? That's ahoy? Lionel, yeah. yeah what's what's one. Adele's one? Hello. Oh, ahoy, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, um the, apparently that's how it all happened. That's that's why we say hello. And then it turned into hi, which is an even newer yeah. way. And it's because of these phone books to say hi. This is how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to begin your conversation with a firm and cheery helloa. Um, yeah, well, that's what that's what the New Haven, Connecticut, 1878 uh, District Telephone Company had their book. That was the first phone book ever wow. published. So they said helloa, and then the way to end a phone conversation apparently <gasps> is that the phone book recommends by saying, "That is all," and then hanging up. <laughs> Damn, that is all. I hope we can end our episodes like that from now on. Because, oh, hang on. No, it's not time for the end. We've got to get a, a listener mind blown. That's what we're going to do right here. Oh, uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> I was about to go, that is all, and then do this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll stop that. Uh, because we've got uh, a mind blown from Diana. Diana's been kind enough to slide in the DMs with a voice message, matt.and.alex, uh, which you can too. We like to hear one every week. If you find out a fact and you go, oh, my God, that's mind-blowing, make sure that your next thought is, I'm going to have to tell Matt and Alex, uh, which is what Diana has done. Diana's fact is about lettuce. Hey, Matt and Alex, I absolutely love the show. My mind-blowing fact for you today is that it takes 25 years for a head of lettuce to decompose in landfill. So let's make sure we're composting. No. 25 years for lettuce? Is that if it's wrapped in a bloody plastic bag that they put in the supermarket? I'm, it's bloody in the bottom of my fridge. It decomposes in three days. <laughs> well, you're taking it's another 24 years, 361 days to decompose. It's unbelievable. Um, that is mind-blowing. 
Mind alone. Thank you very much, Diana. Well, like, I used to chuck eggshells in compost, then moving that up. I'm like, they're still in there. What's going on? I'm wait, same with I'm, like avocado husks. They're really hard in the compost. It takes ages. well, you don't want to you don't want to throw a cheeseburger away. That thing can take, you know. Oh boy, yeah. There's like <laughs> millions. There's cheeseburgers in museums. They've barely changed <laughs> exactly. in thirty years. That's crazy. <laughs> I take longer for iceberg lettuce to decompose than actual icebergs. The way we're <laughs> yeah, going as well. That's right. They're, yeah, they're bloody decomposing pretty quick <laughs> thanks to this little global warming. Anyway, that is all. Um, we're going to be back with you for another episode tomorrow. Also, by the way, aren't icebergs only like 10% more water than lettuces? Like, aren't <laughs> lettuces mostly water anyway? I don't know what's going on with these lettuces. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow, and you can keep in touch with us at any time you please by hitting us up at, at matt.and.alex on Instagram. But otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.